The little dog barks and chases the noisy enemy around the house until the vacuum learns its lesson and stops growling. And welcome to episode 32 of the Athen Rise Ocean podcast, the podcast equivalent of, I suppose, the opposite to the Pfizer vaccine, because damn it, one dose is enough. Um, how are you, man? I'm riddled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually riddled. Are you still sick, Pori? Because I know you were sick, but you didn't have COVID. No, I had um, I had a, a confirmed head cold. Fair um, enough. But I've I've a bit of a hang up on it. I know everyone's very interested in this. I have a, for all for 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 everyone asking, I have uh, just a bit of a bit of a phlegmy throat. And how Excellent. are your energy levels? He used to he was a striker for Hungary, wasn't he? Phlegmy throat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the worst one yet. Yeah. That's the worst one yet. But that's my buzz anyway, and I'm having a cup of a cup of hot liquid here with a full lemon in it, and it's absolutely tur- twisting my mouth. So you've fl- my face into a corkscrew. So you've a flemmy <laughs> throat, and you're you're having the the mouth scalded out of yourself with hot lemon. Jeez, it's going to be some crack editing this to get the sounds of you going <laughs> out of the fucking <laughs> out of the microphone. Yeah, basically just dribbling scour out of my mouth. <laughs> How are you keeping, Dara? Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm Grant. Going going a bit cracked um, in this bedroom at the moment. Um, but I suppose bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. Oh, man, look look around you. <laughs> oh, when did that happen? <laughs> so for anyone not looking, for which, anyone not looking, for for anyone for an, not looking, there, there's no for anyone who who understands how podcasts work. Uh, so Dara is actually sitting in the front table right beside the bar in Murty Rabbits at the moment. I am indeed. It's uh, it's it's not a late bar, but it'll do for now. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a niche, that's a niche joke. Some people will get it, some people won't. Don't even worry about it. About I can safely say that I don't. In, you're like in some vast, dimensionless, <laughs> alcoholic environment there, Dylan. What are you in? Well, my, um, my, my background is... A old style um, bottle of Smithics, and beside it appears to be, well, no bottle of Smithics ever looked like that because it appears to be a perfect pint of Smithics, and it's so old, in fact, that it still has a green label, which the Smithics hasn't had in a very, very long time. Um, I just like to take this opportunity to remind people that cans of Smithics are stink. They're cat. I had a couple of Christmas, and they were dire. Are they as bad so, as Guinness cans, though? Guinness cans like, are grand. Guinness cans are exactly acceptable. Okay, let me rephrase that. The the current four hundred and seventy mil widgetless cans oh, that we previously discussed. Fucking things are puck. They're awful. They're absolutely cat bad. Um, no, the cans of Smithics come out um, with no head. Um, imagine <laughs> like watered down carbonated maple syrup is what it actually comes out of the can it's like it's horrific that sounds quite nice that sounds lovely yeah, yeah sounds that sounds really lovely good. I was going to say it's a pretty robust drink I think it it works okay it, very respectable in cans but it's nothing like it no it's not, absolutely not no definitely not Just, I haven't had a pint of Smithics in 11 months this weekend would you believe that wow that's yeah. soul destroying wow that's f- Fucking depressing. <laughs> Isn't it just, yeah. Isn't that bad? Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get, and shout out to anyone who I've been talking to this week, but I'm starting to get fucking Snapchat and Instagram memories of the last bit of fucking prick acting and socialising I did right up to the point the arse fell out of the world. And that's ah, yes. doing nothing for the January mood, I'll tell you that much. <sighs> I, um, I, I, I've been doing, I've been doing walks. I've been... Yeah. Hopping into H-Town, Hedford, and oh, I've been doing God. walks. Right. And with the same as any other small Irish town, you have plenty of pubs. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to walk up the town, yeah. you're going to pass a couple. And I find myself just looking in, like, 
like a child in the front window of Smith's. <laughs> I'm just looking in and I'm like, I had the torch with me. Yeah. And I, I wanted to, I wanted to hear Keir stop there and I just have a, let me just, let me have a moment here. And I go up to the window and put my hands on the glass and just shine the light in and just look at the, look at the leather seats and think about how, how it would be to just sit on them. And you'll see Joe behind the bar still polishing glasses. Pretend like nothing's wrong. <laughs> How unsettling would that be? That is just that, that went from now. poetic and melancholy to like proper surrealism. Um, Although, if you saw a barman inside the, inside a a in you now, you'd go, "He's the poor man. He's actually only or or lady." The publicans are just going down now just to feel what it was like to be behind the bar again. Yeah, just sake. on this subject, actually, I was yeah. passing, um, I was passing the Roisin Dove, the back of the Roisin Dove now yeah. at the weekend, you know, just by the canal. Yes. And um, usually you get an absolute stench of shite. I was going to say that the, it's the, the most disgusting smell in alleyway in the country. And I don't horrific. mean that as a slight of the Roisin. It's not even an alleyway. There's loads no, of space not. for the smell to go away. There's loads. <laughs> Is that not just the Gange? And no. No, there's a bit of gange in it too. There's a bit that's more down the other side where the where the apartments are. <laughs> well, you wouldn't see your hand oh, yeah. with smoke on on that, that end of Dominic Street most evenings. <laughs> but the smell, the smell's gone. The dank, the, oh, the dank, the dank smell. They cleaned it outside out. the roshin, or outside the roshin is is gone, and that was um, that was quite weird. But I, I used to associate that with a kind of a smell of oxidized alcohol, that it was just a smell of fucking... Of I love it. Acetaldehyde, where the the drink had kind of spilt and gone off. It just was the... Yeah, it was the worst smelling. But it was still, you know... You know but everything <laughs> was still cleaned at the end of the night, you know. Like oh, yeah, absolutely. Spilled was spilled was always mopped up. So, you know, I, like what I you had was um, like trace amounts of that, like sort of vinegary. Yeah. But it was, it was all smoothed out with the smell of like the wood. Just yeah. wood. The smell of the tav is one of my favorite smells. I, I think can't when, it, no. when you when you it's walk in, spiritual. It's like yeah. you, you walk in, and there's a few things about it, but you just instantly smile, and I think it's it's as a result of the smell. Not even before you've even ordered the pint. That's a uh, yeah, yeah, but it's just it's, it's gone. It's, Jesus, it's, if you it, haven't been to. You you have yet yeah to, I've yet um, I've yet to wander in yeah pop I've, your your Campbell's Tavern Campbell cherry cherry yeah um there's a couple of attempts to made to see Andy McKee in it a couple of times but that just fell through um yeah there's been many famous artists there all right um, yeah for a, a, a for a random pub in the middle of the west it really has had a couple of <laughs> fucking... oh, sorry <coughs> oh sorry yeah. Fair enough. You know, you know when I said I was riddled. Yeah, like <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Do we? Um, so <laughs> for, for for those of us, for those of you that don't care, <laughs> for those of you that don't care, I don't know which did we discuss the fact that Porik was sick in this attempt because we did attempt to record this couple of minutes ago and gave up. So um, let me just say it was fine. Just okay. you know, saying people saying people are sick nowadays is like oh. But isn't it that takes some amount of uh, like your immune system must be pure weak to catch a head cold now or is it pure I don't strong? know because months and months of isolation and not seeing any groups and then I was finally home I mean, for Christmas you, you've licked no one's face since yeah. last March but, but I haven't I haven't licked a face I haven't <laughs> licked a sinner like that must be do you know what as unlucky as getting COVID is that's that's extremely unlucky to catch a head cold because there's yeah. they're not go, like they've said it on, on the news announcement there's no head colds going around like I don't know where the fuck well, you I got that been, I could have been patient zero to be honest I could, I could have created it oh, no well. you were lucky you probably did yeah. <laughs> and you've caused uh, some amount of fear in whoever you, you've spread it along to in uh, in the supermarket Imagine right. catching a common cold now. Whoa. Right, listen. Um, can we rescue it from COVID and fucking yes. the fact yes, that pubs are closed? Talk about, because that yeah. is fucking. It has grimmed the shit out of. And we'll try and avoid the fact that it's a uh, that it's uh, the three hundred ninety twelfth of January. So we'll just park that to one side. Um, 
Kathleen Hughes came out with the banger of the last day. Yes, oh. go on. <laughs> Can we make this into a she segment? Was, <laughs> unless you're, she you're was, at home. She was very vividly recalling her travels along with the um, along with Pat. Yes, he'd be he'd be my father now. Um, uh, to London, they, mom and dad do not travel. They barely travel at all. They're your yes. classic settled. Like <laughs> I've, I've I've asked that. <laughs> Dad has never been to the States. He's like, why would you not want to? And he's like, I don't know, why would I want to go out there? <laughs> <laughs> and and he now he has a point. This year he has a point, right? He said it. He said it, I think it was <clears throat> at least a year ago, right? Yeah. Anyway, it was funny regardless at the time. Mom started recalling her stories and the, the places they went in London. Yeah. Um. They went for a weekend and they uh, they did a lot of the, the normal stuff. They just they got, got a Grand Owl hotel for themselves. They popped out during the day. Yeah. They got breakfast in the hotel. They wouldn't venture to any dedicated, cool, hip breakfast place now. Oh, sure, okay. if it's included. If it's, well, that's the thing, if it's included. On the last night, they went to uh, yeah. a pretty standard pub restaurant and became acutely aware of like the price disparity between even Dublin, I I'd say, and like a London meal price. Okay. Um, they had like a pretty standard bangers and mash and like uh, fish and chips, or whatever. Fair enough. They got they I believe Dad got one or two drinks, right? But it averaged out at around sixty five pounds for the two for one meal and about one drink each. And mom was recounting this, and ever pragmatic, she goes, "Yeah, and we and we paid seventy or sixty five pounds pounds." And do you know what? Do you know what? I wouldn't go back. I said, "Well, well, mom, you went, you went for two <laughs> days. Of course, you'd never, you'd never ever go back." <laughs> oh no! Well, I, I wouldn't. Well, on the off chance she was back in London. She knows not to go there now. So that's that's yeah. that's the entirety of England written off. So yeah, pretty much. They should have gone to Nando's. Why? Why, why do people do Nando's? Why? I like um, Nando's. I've nothing against it. Not a thing. It's rubbish. I well, the thing is, the thing is about Nando's is it's fucking shit. <laughs> I. I <laughs> <laughs> The, um, y- you should, that's y- the name of the podcast now the thing about Nando's is it's fucking shit I, I think um, we've already cursed in one title we're not chicken and fucking I think spicy we've, gooch we've, sweat what's going on we've no, already look, thought about this I think we haven't um, talked about it I, I, it's, it's not that I love Nando's it's just that I have I have an absolute like passionate indifference to it it's not that I don't you know a real violent certain <laughs> I, militant I've, indifference to it my experience in Dublin Nando's was Exactly the, that of, of yours, Pork. I is was that like, on, on, Ma- on Main Street in Dublin there, Dara? Uh, Main Street, both Iverney, Boverbui, Dublin. Okay. And um, <laughs> basically, I, I was like, what, uh, you know, hyped up to the max there now, Nando's. And I got uh, some, whatever it was, I was freaking out because I could get a half chicken in a meal. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I thought that was great. So I got that and a couple of spuds. So yeah, standard I paid enough. about 15 quid for some chicken and spuds. And do you know what? I I I wasn't very happy about it. I thought it I thought it was extremely meh. Yeah, but, but you know the mm. you know the deal when you're going in. You know that like you know what you're but getting. I, I didn't. Everyone was oh. raving about this place. And I was like, okay, let's give this a go. Yeah, and it's because it's hyped up so much. And so much. But like the chicken the chicken market, even in Ireland, is competitive enough. Right. Well, you have Supermax. You have, I have to say, you have yeah, we have Supermax Bill now. Billy's. Bill Billy's. Of course, then you have your smaller chains. I, Dino's. I was very fond of Dino's in Cork. Uh, um, chicken Hut. Very nice. Chicken Hut. Oh, chi- chicken yeah. Hut. Yeah. Doing Those, Limerick, putting Limerick, Limerick on, the map. on the map. I love, I, my favourite thing about Chicken Hut is like you go in and they give you the grub. You, you never get asked what you want or you never tell them what you want. You just go in and grub gets handed to you. And it's never not it's never bad. It's just that, you know, it, it takes out the middleman. 
there's just a rack of various combinations of chicken behind the counter and you get handed one and that's it <laughs> I am reminded of um, an, an, an evening that we were in there Dylan yeah after after a couple of your background pints of smithics and I think I no, I don't think I remember seeing a man eat. They, did they have cold slaw? It was a sauce. <laughs> he was eating it with his hands. <laughs> Probably the gravy, the infamous uh, chicken hut gravy. That gravy, yes. that gravy could act as like you could lay bricks with that. I well, think. yes, as eat with your hands. Probably not, though. <laughs> Listen, Limerick. You know that in. in the city centre of Limerick exists outside all logic and reason. It's not, the, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's it, it exists outside all parts of this world. So, like, normality and, you know, gravity works downwards, the sky is blue, the grass is green, does not apply to, to that town. It really doesn't. You're, you're not wrong there, Dylan. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it, especially um, once you pass 9pm, it's, it's just, uh, I, I think all uh, concept of, of time and space just seems to dither away and then all of a sudden it's 4am and you're in Elm Park and Castle Troy and you can't see straight that's they um, did officially uh, remove themselves from like the world time organisation <laughs> Limerick <laughs> yeah at, on the 31st of October every year the clocks go sideways <laughs> you, to sm- you smash your clock and buy a new one <laughs> Um, right, we're going to go off for a chicken hut and chips and uh, after the break um, we'll do the housekeeping and we have a few bits to talk about. So here's a bit of Tony Rice. on and welcome back to the second half of the Athenry Junction podcast um right bits and pieces of shout outs and the rest um Ono Mahoney uh got onto us there on Instagram shortly before we hit the record button um sorry Owen unfortunately Joe Rogan won't be on the podcast this week he um he rang me there before uh, before we, we started recording. He said he wouldn't make it. it was fair enough, busy man and all the rest. He says, um, we'll talk about the Nazi thing another day, but he said that regarding the Roscommon Senior Championship, he said it's hard to look past Bridget's, but he said he wouldn't mind seeing Boyle do the business this year. And I think we can all echo those sentiments. Um, couple of shout outs. Uh, first thing, big reaction to Mechler. I'm getting messages all week from people saying that... Um, that uh, they're big fans. So I think we've done some service to the world, if anything else. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, I didn't get one. That. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And, and neither did I, actually. Oh, wow. Fair enough. Okay, well, I did, and I'm not making that up. Um, quote of the week. Um, quote of the week uh, goes to Tom Callahan, who reckons that if TG Cahar produced GTA Vice City that's what it'd sound like and I really I really like that one um, that's excellent few other bits so yeah one shout out goes to a man I was told is a ish the door to this particular podcast a man be the name of Kieran Duval who is a ban- banjo driver a great banjo driver he is too and um, I was hat tip to Trace already for putting me onto this man but apparently he's a big fan of the podcast does be listening in when he's working so delighted to have you on would you believe we're all the way to to the east of the country lads it would be amazing how far this thing this thing spreads I'll I'm going to have to do a couple of slides on how the internet works and we <laughs> just, you've lost, you've really, you haven't, you haven't Quite got it. grasped it. Right, how, so. how, how far east are we talking here now? Are we talking like Mount Millick? Oh, b- between, between Mount Millick and Castle Pollard. Um, even that, that, that line of longitude, yeah, even further, Jesus, even into going on as far as Nace, like that's so far. I got a nosebleed I, in Mount Millick once. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the podcast wow. anyway. we had to pull over we had to pull over the car and we went into the fun uh, fact 
Dara, <laughs> you know your man, your man, sorry, you know your man in your background there, and that's very much where you are. Was he, al- <laughs> we, was he always there, or have you put in a new I actually photo? didn't notice your man until now. So no, no, I didn't. Re- your man's always he's, been there. He's been pulling that pint for about an hour now. <laughs> he's nursing that pint. Yeah. Right. Um... Okay, a couple of bits we said. We'll fucking, you know, content's hard come by these days, but sure, we'll make do. Um, so, it's January. There's a lot of um, New Year's resolutions. Um, I remember last January, I said to myself, I was driving back to um, driving back to Dublin on New Year's Day after a couple of million pints at a house, feeling sorry for myself and I managed to get myself to drive by McDonald's and I thought to myself right New Year's resolution I'm going to look I'm going to look like Marty Gilfoyle you know he's ripped I'm going to get smarter I'm going to learn things and then I'm going to read more so I I got through about two books um, I probably put on half a stone um, and I, I definitely <laughs> definitely didn't get smarter but anyway, 2020 is over and we're on to 2021. And while Operation Stop being a fat bastard is probably well underway, um, there's a few more bits and pieces I have to work on. Anyway, so talking of Operation Stop being a fat bastard, I kind of went down our YouTube rabbit hole the other day and I came across a man who I know me and you, Porik, were big fans of or had did. I remember we being sort of fanboying him at one stage when we were in college. Don't know about you, Dara. I can't remember what house this was in. Ed, but, Eddie Hall is the strong man, isn't he? Eddie Hall, the strong man. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> you were talking about Chicken Hut in the first half. I just thought it was well worth bringing... <laughs> speaking of. Speaking of. It was well worth bringing to attention. So... Long story short, Eddie Hall became world's strongest man in 2017 and was competing as a, a strong man. He was Britain's strongest man like four or five times, you know, has several um, competitions won for being a big lad. He was 31 stone at his peak. So, um, so he probably wears a large shirt. Uh, big lad, big lad. <laughs> um, so, well, not going into too much detail, probably something we can discuss closer to the time, but he... Uh, there was a little bit of controversy regarding his win in 2017 in the world's strongest man. So he defeated a man who's probably more familiar to a lot of you that have seen Game of Thrones. And I go to hand over you, Pori, to pronounce his name. Half Thor Bjornsson, am I right? Uh, Thor, yeah, Half Thor, Half Thor Bjornsson, yeah. yeah. So he could be from no other country than Iceland. Than Iceland, who um, has got discussed on this podcast a fair bit. But uh, he's the mountain from from Game of Thrones, am I right? That's right. I never watched a lick of great Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought you were a big fan. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, no. Anyway, he's he's the big <laughs> he's he's the big lad. You're not going to miss him. But I, he's not just you know a, a you know disco muscles big man. He's actually a professional big man. So he did actually become um, world's strongest man in. Um, 2018, the year after Eddie Hall won it, but he, he was knocked into second place in 2017. There was a lot of controversy over a a rep in the it was a repetition of one of the exercises, the Viking press. So it's basically a shoulder press for big bastards. And I don't know how many fucking tons is in the in the thing when they go lifting it, but it's one of the things they have to do. So Hall won that particular um he won that particular uh heat or section in the in the that world's strongest man in 2017 um he got 15 reps now the mountain uh Bjornsson only got 14 he had a rep taken off him by one of the um by one of the referees now uh later footage has shown and referees reports have shown that they were perfectly entitled to take that rep off him and that he didn't, he shouldn't have got credit for the fifteenth rep, and that he was fairly and squarely beaten. But he basically used the last two odd years to basically throw shade and abuse at Eddie Hall, and mostly more or less ruined the experience of um, winning World Strongest Man, which was a lifetime goal for uh, for um, for Eddie. But uh, long story short, the Eddie's name has been cleared or whatever and they're now going to poke the heads of each other in a boxing match to settle things off which is coming up later this year so we'll discuss more about that so you have two world, former world strongest men one six foot four one six foot eight um, like 
and he wondered that the Nordic, the Icelandics believed in gods and giants because this fella actually looks like something from another planet or from another dimension. So I'm looking forward to that happening later in the year. Anyway, Eddie Hall has a very, very good YouTube channel where he talks a fair bit about um, you know, training and he does different bits and pieces and he's a funny fucker, very, very likable guy. But he went through um, a while back his actual diet, what it took. And I know a lot of people will be, you know, trying to keep the old things in shape, um, keep the diet clean, keep things healthy um, during uh, a lockdown, you know, heavy Christmas and all the rest, New Year's uh, resolutions, January, um, and the whole off they'll be eating fucking beans. I actually saw one of these social media influenza blogger huns today. She basically had a two tins of different kinds of beans heated up in a tin of tomatoes with four knobs of butter floating in it. It was her lunch today. And she's charging her clients a couple of hundred quid a month to tell them to eat that. But anyway, you'll find a lot of good stuff on Instagram if you go looking for it. However, if you want to follow the Eddie Hall diet, here is um here's where to start. So Get up around at seven o'clock. You know, you're feeling you're feeling peckish, and he he has what he describes as a full English breakfast, which is probably doesn't sound like the healthiest thing in the world. But look, he let him be the judge. So a full English is just a full Irish breakfast with more colonialism. But anyway, we'll talk about that in another podcast. So what does he eat? Um, so four bits of fried bread, four rashers, two eggs, thing of beans, couple of tomatoes, four or five bits of black pudding, everything fried in butter and wash down with a pint of orange juice. So that's about 2,000 calories to start off the day. How do you feel about that so around 7 o'clock, lads? Happy enough? I think that's quite nice. That's fantastic, yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think the, um, the, the pint of orange would, give you, would do untold damage to every single part of your body it touches. But for the rest, I mean, grand. It's yeah. swimming in oil, so it's... Yeah. Not going to be too. I mean, you've, too, you're um, hitting all the major it, food groups there. Severe. You have salt, fat, and taste are all looked at. Ash after brown. The, Ash the other brown is the other food group. Yeah. Yeah. The, People don't like to talk about that. No, That's no, been a while no. since I've had a hash brown. My God. So if you take I had cauliflower hash browns the last day, and it, and not too bad. Any good? Strong roots, Irish, Irish brand, and everything. By Irish. Always by Irish. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, they're good, actually, yeah. <laughs> right, to so... do the job. That's breakfast number one out of the way. Breakfast so, one. Breakfast one. So, back to the cot for an old snooze. That's some life. I up then now, and then you'll have the second breakfast. Pure hobbit job. So, 100 grams of oats, full-fat milk, fish full of sultanas, fish full of raisins, um... A 70 gram packet of beef jerky, a couple of bits of fruit, a few apples, oranges, all the rest, and a four scoop protein shake with a litre of milk. That's second breakfast. Yeah. The, 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 the protein with meals is a hard one to do. It is a hard one never, to do. Yeah, it my, is a hard one to do. My stomach can't. I know, I know protein, so people will all, a lot of people, you know, out of the three people who listen, chances are one of you has taken a form of, of whey or protein before and yeah. there's loads of different types because generally people get, are really sensitive to just whatever it's made of because well, it's I, more than I just would, your I'd argue, not argue, Porik, but I remember when I misguidedly was making a, back in college when I was making a burst in a gym and I remember taking, do you remember what used to be, what became Maxi Nutrition, the Maxi Muscle, that it was creatine protein combined that destroyed my guts whatever was in it it just fucking like you were shit and treacle after yeah, I, it was I so horrible what, I think it's what bulking agents they use yeah. but also what sweeteners uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of sugars put in there as well I'd, they, I'd argue I'd argue that the, the, the my protein or Ross nutrition the relatively newer stuff is a lot easier on the gut but I get what you're saying the, like if you have like 500 mils of milk with a protein shake with a dinner it's just it. what it does it just it's the, it sounds good in theory it sounds tasty in theory like oh having a protein shake like after dinner kind of sweet dessert or whatever but it's a lot of liquid and it's I don't know it's it's a, it's a filler it's hard in the guts yeah like I say that now a couple of years ago we were we were we were all doing that because we were, we were all, all that, in yeah. the, the same routine in college of having a dinner in the Beelin or having lunch or getting something across the road and then coming back and 
topping it off with like a big dirty tub of muju. Oh uh, yeah, well, we all were that soldier in college. Like, it's, like that oh, was yeah. that, that's not too far off. Basically, like it's not powdered form. You're getting it ready made. Yeah, but, but like, think of the amount of carbon and sugar you were putting into your system at that stage. Like, uh, yeah, the sugar was, was, was disgusting. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, but like just in terms of bulking, though, you would you would be so quick to put on weight now. You're putting, on a couple you're putting of different on different types. Fat. You're putting on a couple of different types of weight by by knocking back Muji. Yep. Unless but you're doing outrageous fucking, you're, unless you're doing the work to burn it off, you're just fucking, you're taking on unnecessary extra calories for the sake of getting protein into you. Like there's a mu- there's much more efficient ways of getting protein into you than fucking Muji. There is, yeah. But um, but that's basically my point. Anyone who can stomach a protein. Especially at his age as well. I feel as though people just deteriorate and they're not able yeah, to... I'd argue, yeah, you're probably a good point, yeah. If, at his age... Now, maybe it's just... I don't know. He has his own brand of protein and it probably works for him. Can well, I just um, point out look, about the oats as well? That yeah. If you look at um, a bag of oats, an old Flahavans or... Flahavans. Is it Cavanagh's is the Aldi brand? They're the ones I, I so, used yeah. to get. Anyways... Um, a serving of oats is like, you know, no one actually does this, but a portion size of oats is 30 grams. So he's actually eaten over three times the like portion size. So you could argue he's eaten enough oats for three people there. <laughs> That's and what then, you're picking out of all this. The fact yeah. that he, he had a, a breakfast that was poached in butter and then he just paid his I'm for, I'm about that. That's all fair enough. Like, That's, he's gone for a nap. He's gone for a nap. It's gone. Yeah. Once you, once you go to um, sleep, it's gone. So already I'm out. I think I would have probably got sick and bowed out. You, you after do realize it's now 9am and we haven't even started the day yet. Yeah, because I am, ye know exactly uh, this already. I am not a morning person. I'll, That's the truth. In terms of food, I'm not a breakfast person. I'll, I'll gladly do two or three hours and then like have a savory lunch stash. I suppose they've thought of a word for that already. It's brunch, but brunch is like white women, isn't it, really? We, we often um, have burritos I'll for have a breakfast. breakfast lunch. Yeah, yeah, like breakfast burritos are my... Oh. They're they're nice, all right, chef. Yeah. I'm a breakfast yeah. man myself. Right, look, we'll keep we'll keep going with with the dull diet. So yeah, we've only got two meals in now. Yeah, it's time for an old snack at this time of day. So this what is time kind are of we a, talking here now. I think we're talking around eleven o'clock. Um, he trains. He trains are like early morning. No, no, he, he tra- apparently videos. he trains like around three o'clock. That's what I'm getting to. You see, so um, around eleven o'clock, it's time for the small small meal. So it's. Um, about 400 calories worth of cashew nuts and a litre of cranberry juice. That's the, the small meal just to keep you taking oh, over. Jesus Christ. Cash, cashews are absolutely fantastic. They they're are lovely. The oh, they're great. More expensive nuts. But if you want to pay the €2.65 um, for them, get them roasted in the, um, is it the Athlone Foods or whatever, whatever that brand is. You know the brand? Whatever they are anyway. Throw um, them in a stir fry. Oh, that's nice. Cashews, cashews are god tier. Um, so nuts. You go about your day after after eating the cashews, and then you know, around twelve or one o'clock, it, it's it's time for the dinner. Time for grub at that stage. Time for good feed. Yeah, can we wait? I do, I, we can't let you gloss over the fact that he's now knocked back another <laughs> liter of concentrated fruit juice. <laughs> What's the issue? You may you may not go past that. You didn't address it. We didn't address What's there it. to address? He reckons like there's loads of carb, sugar, taste. You're talking. <laughs> you're talking fucking. About Houston calories, landing, yeah. landings platform out the back gap of your hole <laughs> at this point, like. You're talking rocket booster. Ought to be like a Holland and Holland double barrel out your back passage, like a fucking... What <laughs> a fucking blunderbuss arse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the podcast we did uh, doing the, the velocity of the shite? You could, you oh, could hit do, the 60 yeah. miles an hour. Anyway, look at it. We've, we've eaten this now. That The past is a different country. It's time for the dinner. So, right. 300 grams of steak, 500 grams of pasta, and 200 grams of various different vegetation. Um, washed down with probably a litre of water. And for dessert, he has half a family cheesecake. How's that down for size? 
it's the whole bag of pasta there that's kind of freaking me out a bit. <laughs> yeah, half of like half a kg. Are you talk, we're talking uncooked as well, aren't we? What of of pasta? <laughs> Very hard yeah. teeth. How would you do that? You don't weigh you don't weigh pasta when it's cooked, so that's oh, five hundred grams you meant of eating dry pasta. pasta. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I that did not register me whatsoever there. So you're talking about a kilo then, huh? Do you reckon right. when when it's cooked? Yeah, possibly. Mm. Like, oh God, I didn't think of that. That's rank. Uh, well, that that's what I I assumed that five hundred grams would be weighed pre pre. Oh no, I, I didn't. I did that. He didn't even cross my mind at all. Actually, you're dead right. So that's five hundred grams of dry pasta, which is then cooked in water, which then probably well increases by sixty percent in size anyway. So you have probably what seven hundred, eight hundred grams of carb and starch. What have you ever had pasta on its own, lad? Like Sometimes just plain pasta. Hard, yeah. Yeah, I be, I think one of my most miserable meals ever has just been pasta and a bit of salt. <laughs> uh, in fairness, we've all done. I've done buttered pasta now. That's I like that's oh. yeah. Pasta and ketchup Here's, as well. Pasta and ketchup is like <laughs> that's nice. Here, here's one for you now. Are you mm. into coca noodles or any equivalent? Yes, was one time. Absolutely. Yeah. If you are, right, cook them. Just just normally, right? Yeah. Follow the instructions. Dribble just the smallest little little amount of sesame oil over them and then string them around the bowl. Listen, make them listen. Right. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do that, Jeff. <laughs> right. Look, Eddie Hall's getting hungry here. Let's keep going. Um. So the half a cheesecake then for dessert there and and a tip oh, for water. So. <laughs> 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 oh my! Oh my God! So, like out of everything you've said so far, the half the G, half a cheesecake is the worst one ever. That's it's the kind of thing now you could like. I love cheesecake, and I can horse it back. But if I have too much of it, about ten minutes late, that's when it hits you ten minutes later, and it's like it's like having cement in your stomach. It's it's <laughs> horrific. Yeah, oh it's it's gosh. it's very it's dense. It, like especially if the biscuit base is dense. Look, let's not get into the get into the, his the, belly, the amount of, his belly the amount of Philadelphia like. <laughs> <laughs> so look, that's the that's the first dinner of the day out of the way. So that's that's the that's the the big, you know, that's for a grown man like him he'd need it. So go down for an old snooze or an old rest or watch a bit of telly or fucking go at yourself for half an hour. And then it's time for the pre gym meal. So, so he hasn't trained yet. No, hasn't trained yet, no. So, uh, what are we having? He's so building up to it. We have ch- two tuna sandwiches, so four slices of, of, of white bread and, and tuna. So then with that for dessert, you know the you know the tubs of little muffins? Like the like the like the, the plastic cartons, yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine yeah. that, except it's fla- he loves flapjacks. So imagine that, like full of flapjack pieces. He has that as well. So he has the f- two tuna sandwiches and the box of flapjacks, uh, a couple of bits of fruit, and a five hundred ml bottle of Lucasade. So that gets him going. Usually, he he said he might have pre workout there, but if he if he if he's stuck, he'll have a uh, drop of Lucasade. So it's tuna sandwich, box of flapjacks, a couple of bits of fruit, the bottle of Lucasade. That's pre gym. I can't yeah. I have no words. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that 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 answer blank. Okay, fair enough. No fan there, Parik, no. No. Okay. Uh-huh. Right, time for the gym. <laughs> so into the old fucking house of gains to haul some cube. So he's hauling away at cube there. And about three quarters of the way through the session, it's time for the grub. So he has a hundred gram packet of like packet meat, like lean meat like beef or Karen's turkey hand. or chicken. Carol's ham, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So he has that just to get the. Old I'd love to see. I'd love to see my protein, <laughs> Elico, like weeder, and then just Carol's ham, Roddy just like in amongst Carol's ham, or like crossfit Reebok, isn't it? Reebok, yeah, Reebok, Reebok. Everlast, like yeah. Reebok, Carol's ham underneath <laughs> Reebok. I'd love to see it. <laughs> Is there any? Is there any? I don't know. People might know this. Is there any big successful Irish CrossFitters? I wonder. Any any Irish lads that are going to the um, genuinely? Games, I don't I know. Honestly, I don't know. But sure, if, if if there was, that he tell you. 
Uh, <laughs> probably know yeah, it's a, it's a quite. I don't know. I, I, I've looked at memberships for the gym just out of interest, and it's quite expensive. Like you'd want to be very into it. You're talking over a hundred a month just for the membership, and never mind the equipment. Yeah, it's because it use you people move around a lot when they're doing it, so you can only fit so many people in. It's just demand, isn't it? Yeah, mind you, it looks like great crack. I think I think I enjoy it if I had the money. Yeah. Um, but yeah. so he is a he is a meal in the middle of his workout. Yeah, he does. He has well, I wouldn't call it a meal. It's I mean it's only a packet of meat, but he reckon gets the amino acids and the protein and the you know all that good stuff and, and the taste in. Um, so uh, that's three quite so he he does his scatter of deadlifts or whatever and then to finish off then the gym session he has another four scoop protein shake with a litre oh, for of fuck's milk. Sake. <laughs> so a litre, you know, yeah. Litre, yeah. So all that good yeah. stuff. So into the car home then and it's time for the dinner. Does he have so, his own cow? What? He'd want his own cow for all this. You probably milk. would. Um I think he'd he'd probably Eat it. <laughs> His demand would 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 probably be too high for one cow. I would say. Do you know what you're right? Actually, did you ever think about this? I wonder quiz? have I ever drank milk from the same cow before. I'd say when you opened uh, open up a carton, you have sure. a glass, and then you have another glass from the same carton. It's probably from, probably from the same cow. <laughs> 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 but also, like, it's not bottles. Bespoke from each cow. No, it's not. It's like it's all put into a big <laughs> vat. Bottled bespoke from each. Imagine that as a business idea. As in, like the name of the cow and the a hoof prints on every yeah, bottle. The the milking time is printed on the bottom. Anyway, look, lads. Anyway, all getting hungry here. Fair off so home for the dinner and the last meal of the day. Well, sort of the last meal of the day is the dinner. So, in this example, he gave us. So it was a. Half kilo of mince uh, bolognese, half kilo of pasta, 500 grams each. Do you know the actual baguette of garlic bread? So one full roll of garlic bread. That's fair enough. And a nice, uh, good gulk of water. And then he'll have the rest of the cheesecake for dessert. So that's the dinner um, sorted. So a bit of an old rest. And then he says he'll bring a protein bar to bed and with a glass of water. And then... That's that's Eddie Hall's eating for the day. So around fourteen thousand calories. Now he's not doing that anymore. Um, that's what he was doing when he was world's strongest man, like three or four years ago. So, yeah, fourteen thousand calories. Yeah, is uh, his di- his diet now has really changed. Yeah, because and you'll see exactly what he eats on his uh, on his YouTube channel if you're if anyone's ever interested. Um, he basically has a full split of what he's eating now. Like, and he's managed to come down from. I think he was upwards of like 180, the high 80s, high ni- or low 90s, 190 kg mark down to like 165. Or oh, he lost a huge amount of weight point. in a very short space of time. Like he actually, he has a six pack now. It's the most absolutely... He's 168 kg. He's 40 kg heavier than a massive prop and he's a six pack. Yeah. He has a frightening It's, it's the biggest six pack I've ever seen as well. Like the, the widest. Like yeah. Yeah, it's he, huge. He just has a massive barrel. He looks barrel like something from, from a from a comic book. He really does. Yeah, he does. Anyway, that's um that's Eddie Hall's diet. And um yeah. I'd love to give it so a go can for we talk, a day. Can we talk about can we talk about people boxing all of a sudden? Okay. Yeah, oh. fair enough. Go on ahead. So like we're, we'll work our way back because this isn't the whole, The only reason this is happening is because other people who probably have no right to be boxing each other have already boxed each other and that opened the floodgates and now this is why Eddie Hall and Thor are fighting each other Yeah, the two heaviest men that have ever been involved in a one-to-one fight and it could go horribly wrong for one of them sure I mean the, the, with the weight that they're swinging with. A missed yeah, like punch there d- could cause the draft in the back row of the stadium. <laughs> or air displacement. <laughs> <laughs> you, actually, you actually hear it. Um, but what, 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 what's the most attractive thing about watching Eddie Hall on YouTube is his boxing. And watching a man of his size Swing a punch. His, make his way around. And is the... It is the one of the most frightening things I've seen. Him just going at you, like just moving forward. 
and just swinging. <laughs> He's yeah. um, he has a pretty a pretty aggressive look. I think if he was um, when well, he, he was dealt he was dealt the facial expressions for strong men before he was ever a strong man, um, but when you when you're staring down the barrel of that inside in a ring and you have to defend yourself yeah but it's not as if I he's like fighting me he's fighting the, the the biggest man in the world like Eddie Hall is the second biggest man in the world but you know he's fighting the biggest yeah I don't know really what, I mean what is there to discuss there like people are now boxing without any formal boxing training well um, no, but the training not, yes I'm background no, no I'm a couch boxing fan at the very most so I've Couch no boxing. I've never seen that. No. To call, I've no grounds to, to use words like respect, and loyalty to the game, <laughs> but that's that's generally what people are saying. Like, isn't and, it? and she'll yeah, watch it as point. well. Well, like, I one hundred percent watch it. What you call it's it? Like a, Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn washed his hands of this whole fucking. Everyone has to settle a beef in a professional boxing match. Until he found out that KSI and, and Logan Paul, whatever the fucking hell they're called this week, um, were going to poke the heads of each other and they were going to sell a billion fucking pay-per-view tickets. And he jumped, he changed the tune. Very, he openly admits he changed the tune very quickly. But um, yeah, that's, yeah, it's it's the fashion now. So if we fall out with someone, probably, I don't know, we'll end up, I don't know, boxing Joe Rogan or someone. Probably. Would you fight someone? Absolutely for, for the laugh. Yeah, completely. For a few million, yeah. I'd... I I take a punch from there's there's very few people I wouldn't take a punch from for a few billion euro. What about I would play a in, thousand. No, a thousand. it's not enough. Yeah, it's not. It, it doesn't cover not, the hardship. We're not talking yet. about like you put your hands down and someone takes a pot shot at you. You you just get to like do a three rounds for a thousand quid. Torek, I'd probably I'd probably play a half of rugby with Connacht against Racing Metro and be given the tactic from Andy Friend to like look after Vakatawa for forty minutes. That's that's worth a thousand quid to me. Like a thousand quid. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm going to get killed, but it doesn't. But what like, about the medical but, but, bills? That that just. Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm just going to have to, if I, I'm going to commit to his ankles, and but you see, Vakatawa isn't going to go out to punch my face. He's just going to run at me, and all I have to do is kind of hang out to him. You know, I just try my best. Whereas if I go up against, I don't know, Mick Conlon, I'm going to get like grievously hurt. Yeah, but they like what you'd want to do is you'd want to get knocked out straight away. You still get the money. Right, okay, so right, you wouldn't okay. even want to... So you're, now, you, if, you if don't even want to go the nine minutes. <laughs> you're or happy the, to go it, lights it, out if it's immediately. A case of, of like, <laughs> the cash. If it's a case like, of, like, pay-per-views go up and you make more money, you know, the longer you're actually alive, we'll say, then, ah, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd, I'd run around the ring a bit, all right, chap. I might even yeah. do a few jabs myself. Um, oh yeah, just just spend yourself in the first minute. Exactly, you're, like let's well, um, keep taking punches like Homer Simpson when he gets tired. Push him over, yeah, <laughs> Mister Frederick Tatum. Um, but yeah, I no, am going it, to make orphans of his children. What like remember when Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor had that boxing match? And Conor McGregor, we're not allowed to talk about Conor McGregor. Shite. He's in trouble again as of this Is evening. He? Oh yeah, he's in bother as of this evening. Yeah. What well, happened? I, ha- I haven't checked um, the news. Let's just say. Um, the courts are involved again. Ah, jeez. Oh, was that? That's like that's the norm now. What's what's out of the, what's out of the ordinary this time? Um. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that there. But all I was yeah. going to say was that he lost, and then they were like, "Well, like you know, what's the crack there? Or how would you feel?" And he's like, "Well, I just made fifty million dollars. I don't really give a shite." Yeah. Well, and like, you know oh, what? Uh, that's that is a fair point. I totally agree, and that's that's acceptable. But the thing is, Conor McGregor was in fairly middle and decent shape. While he's not a boxer, he's set up to take slaps, and yeah. he is a professional athlete. Oh, and that's why he lasted so many rounds. That's why, yeah, exactly. But you know, I, I take uh, well, like uh, uh, depending on how angry the professional opponent was, um, yeah, I, I, I do a couple of rounds. Just they probably just wait for the crack. And just look at my scared face and then eventually just go in and kill me. But, you know, like, how much is one concussion going to cost? You know? Oh, Jesus, possibly your life. Possibly your life, We'll go to a break. We'll go to a break. Um, You could die. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's, um, 
What's on the jukebox this week? The Rocky song. The Rocky theme. Okay, I have, I have the tiger. Right, talk to you in a couple of minutes for the third half of That's and Right Junction podcast. Right, so we'll basically just go from your comment about having concussion, so... Okay. <laughs> Jesus, concussions are no laughing measure. With with that, anyway, I'd say we'll probably we'll probably leave it and we'll say, best of luck. Look, um, oh yeah, a couple more shout outs before we go. Um, Patrick Loftus of um, County Mayo, Uh, Joanne McAnulty of Warren Point, County Down. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Now, basically, you respond to the Instagram, you get a shout out. Um, yeah, that's been episode thirty-two. We're going to try and make this a bit more regular. It's just it's it's mindless rambling shit talk to fill an hour of a Tuesday evening. Is all this is? Yeah, there's a the, the hard part about it is that there's not much to talk about at the moment. No, Everything's slowed down and. Yeah, but look, if you do have crack or you want something to talk about, get onto us and share. Yeah, tell us uh, a story. Tell us a story. Tell us an, or, if, or if it's ask, true or not. We don't care. Any dilemmas? Any any questions? Um, might have any relationship trouble you might be having. Oh, I'd lo- I'd love to bring back um, the house things clinic if, oh, if that was if, that, um, yeah. if you're feeling low, um, have you ever thought about fags or pints? They're great. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried any substances? What like I don't know. Detergent, um, <laughs> yeah, or like you know, chicken do, cheese, do, 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 heroin, do, do, whatever, whatever, do, 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 chicken hot gravy. Do 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 do. I can't believe do. I saw someone. He was eating gravy with his hands. <laughs> I swear to God, like he was, he had he had formed. He, it was like, see, can you see my hand there? Blur. He was scooping. Scooping it out, but as it was coming up, he had gaps in between his fi- his fingers, like and the man, <laughs> like a hand gravy scoop. Oh, I'm not messing. That was right. You know when you get up the following morning and your room smells really like salty and full, like there's a faint meat smell in the air, and you look at your white T-shirt and it's all brown stains, and then you flash back to the fact that you spilled a pint of gravy on yourself the night before because you were eating it with your paws. Yeah, but like it probably doesn't for doesn't like bode well for us because I remember it not being addressed at the time. I remember thinking, I thinking back, like suddenly in this in this environment that seemed okay. Shake it hard, it's there for the taking, huh? Right, yeah. I get the music is getting louder. We'll we'll it is. go. Pat bless. Pat bless. Pat.